2: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Hour 2. I'm Jason and Alexis in the morning right here on my talk. You're home for everything entertainment, everything and curry. Good
0: morning. Good
2: morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, my button's not working. Oh. Oh, I've had a Good morning. Oh. <laughs> oh, there down. Oh, I'm sorry, sweetie. I'm sorry. No, I'm i thought sorry. Was it, I was having computer problems this morning. Like, <laughs> yeah. it seems like no Alexis is. I know. I came oh. in. I came in and my one key I have two keyboards one for the uh, the computer that Hubbard owns that connects me to all of you and then I have an internet computer yeah um and the the, the keyboard just wasn't working so I'm on my hands and knees, I crawl under the desk with yeah, my yeah, with my did flashlight. That. Did you do that too? Yeah, yeah, like, oh my god, yeah. yeah, we're living parallel we're just lives. Jiggling here. the chords am yes. just hoping and praying that's all it needs. And, <laughs> and I couldn't figure out I'm like, why the hell can't my keyboard work? And so then I call Eric, photographer Eric from the Jason show over here, thinking that I'm like, maybe you know, he knows something I don't. Fresh so he, yeah. Yeah, he went under like a coal miner in Tennessee. <laughs> you know what I mean? He goes under with his flashlight. And uh, finally, uh, we realized I just the keyboard's dead. So we stole one from somebody's desk oh. today. So a temporary one. And warn,
1: that works, huh?
2: It works, yes. Yeah, so and no, I'm, I'm oh, typing, man. but... Yeah.
1: Does anybody yeah. go in your room and mess with things?
2: Very good question. So for people that don't know, because I'm always shocked still, you know, 15, 20 years into this, I do not do the show. I'm not in the building with Alexis and Dawn. I, I do the radio physically show together. physically together. I'm, I'm at Fox. Uh, the Fox studio is here in Eden Prairie. Great question. I moved to a different room uh, right after my summer break. I think I'm in a brand new room and no Dawn. They have a, well, there's two signs. <laughs> they have two signs on there. Now the engineering department has uh, one sign is my favorite. It says, This is not a break room.
1: (laughs) Good. Oh, good.
2: This is not a break room. This is uh, Jason Matheson's radio studio, and they put a deadbolt on my sliding door.
1: Okay.
2: And I have a key, and one of the engineer uh, bigwigs has a key, and that's it. Good. So I wondered
1: because it seems like every morning, show meeting on the air.
2: Sure, fun. They (laughs) Uh, like behind the scenes stuff. Hi, folks
1: microphone level is always super weird when we start the show and I have to put it down very low because it could be boomingly loud and have to just keep making it lower and lower. And then oh really? it's weird. Yeah. And oh, it's like, odd. it doesn't matter. And I'm like, who is going in there and changing this with his buttons?
2: Well, what's funny <gasps> is I have a little mark. I have a, my talkers. I have a what's called a little board. I have a little board I'm looking at right now. And I have a little pencil mark. And I adjust it, I little OCD, I have, to, I have to have a pencil in my hand. And before I even crack the mic open, I put it to that line every morning. So that's so weird. It
1: is weird, right? That uh-huh. it always starts odd. Oh, anyway. Hmm. Any
2: hoodly doodly.
1: Well, wasn't that weird. interesting?
2: Yeah. Well, no, people like the pull the curtain back uh, kind of thing. So yeah, so here we are, the three of us connected by the internet. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Look at us.
2: That's right. And Kenny has uh,
1: vacation this week, so electricity yes. is, is off. doing traffic.
2: Oh, yes. traffic Tina over there.
1: Beep, beep. That's right.
0: I got you. Beep, beep. Stalled vehicles. Beware. I'm going to be telling everyone about it. Yeah. Which is luckily the only thing this, this morning that's causing no car any fires. delays. No, no car no fires. Car fires. Everyone's pretty much behaving well. So great job. Keep going. Men dot, Keep going. Men dot. really quick,
2: because it came up over the weekend as I was driving my husband back from the doctor. Yeah. Men dot. please, please, please do a study, and fix 394 going into 94 by Dunwoody. Thank you. I, I mention it every so often. Oh, it's Please. like a
0: bottleneck there? Is that right? Oh, what
2: it's like? horrible. It's 394, are, and, and if Kenny was here, he would totally agree. It's 394, it's like three to four lanes, and it goes down to one yeah. lane to get on to 94 East. One lane, and then it goes into the tunnel. The Lowry Hill Tunnel. Yeah, Three lanes down to one. It is. It is backed up Morning, noon, night, yeah. overnight. It's horrible. There has to be a better way. There has to be. Thank you. I'm mm-hmm. done. Love it. Um, another big story of the day. We told you about, sadly, Aaron Carter in, in the first hour, but the other one, this cracked on, I think, Friday, right before everyone left for the weekend. Mm-hmm. The big wig, the new big wig, David, who controls. Discovery and eight, uh, Warner Brothers, so therefore he runs HBO. He is cutting things, girl. He's he's the one that put that Batgirl movie on ice. Yeah. Well, they canceled Westworld. Now
0: that's crazy, right?
2: He, yeah. Even if you don't watch it, this is why it's a story. This is this is why it's a big deal. It is a, a canary. Speaking of uh, coal miners, it's the one. It is a canary in the coal mine of the era. Of the Netflix bosses, HBO bosses, these streaming bosses throwing whatever money they have that these creators is over. Um, Westworld basically didn't have a budget. I mean, they just they 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 gave J.J. Abrams whatever he wanted.
0: Yeah, make a show. Go
2: make a show. And the first season. Great. Yep. You know, uh, acclaim, critical acclaim, rating success, 12 million viewers. God, we
0: loved it. Do you remember loved how on season? fire we were about that yes. first season? Yeah, I loved it, too. And
1: I Love, watched it, Jason's yes. yeah, house we, all two three of us. seasons. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh, that's <laughs> right. In one sitting. And I, I watched both seasons. I loved both.
2: But the latest season went down to four million viewers.
1: Yeah, because it's terrible.
2: It's terrible.
1: I didn't see. See, I didn't watch the third season because I thought because it came so long after the second. I thought yes. I'm going to have to watch the second season again because it was pretty complicated. Yeah,
2: right, Lex. It's oh, awful. It you agree? Oh, it was terrible. terrible.
0: I, I did my three taste try, which I always do, and I just couldn't. Eat. It was hard to get through that. Really? So I, it's kind of not surprising that this uh, season is just done because I can imagine I, a lot of us felt that way. Just watching yeah. it, unless they were going to say, "Hey, you have one more shot. Let's make it great." But there's no time or money for that anymore.
2: Well, and like it got too twisty for its own good. Oh yeah, it got too. It it's got convoluted. too complicated. Yes, it got. You had to really. I had to fun. make a
1: chart. Yeah. Yes. I really did. I. Are
2: we in reality? Are we fake? Is reality? that a robot? Is he yes.
1: actually there? Like I couldn't keep track of who was a robot and who wasn't. Who was in on the plot? Who was after whom? Yeah, it was in yeah. the Shogun world. It was really cool.
2: That was no, that was
1: fun. It was really neat. It was like there was a whole other world.
2: Yeah. It followed Michael Crichton's book pretty well. Yeah, but then they just because it's for for if you guys don't know it's it's based on a book. It's based on Michael Crichton's book and based on the Yul Brynner movie from I believe seventy one. But yeah. yeah, anyway, and I, look, you can't begrudge the the Discovery boss if he's looking at ratings, the return on investment. You Mm -hmm. go from 12 million to 4 million viewers. Hell, young Sheldon gets that. And with (laughs) with,
1: with, with no budget. Somebody (laughs) somebody put Uh, uh, that down.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that there's anything, if you were the big honcho making those choices, would you uh, go to the creators, JJ Abrams, and say, hey, uh, we're going to give you one episode to wrap it up. Would you do that? Yes. I think for the, the fans, that would be something that's really nice, and maybe something that hopefully wouldn't cost too much money, but that they then they can wrap it up and just feel like there was some kind of bow.
2: Well, especially since, and I'm, I can't begrudge it. The actors are getting paid. Did you read that? Their, oh, yeah. their contract is so, they're <laughs> all getting paid regardless. Right. If there's a new season. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if it's a great point, Lex Discovery Guy David, give them one a, episode, give him a two new hour movie. David. Yeah. Ew, David! Give them, give him, <laughs> let them wrap it up. Make them wrap it up in a two-hour yeah, movie. Yeah, I think
1: that's a great idea. I was going to say three episodes, but yes, um, yeah, two-hour movie, perfect.
2: Do it, David. <gasps> Ew, David. That's
1: right, <laughs> what, David.
2: We're going to take a break. Hey, we have. Uh, usually, when I say we have breaking news, I you know we have to tell you about the queen dying or something. But we have breaking news. Uh, when we return, it was just announced by ABC who your next Oscar host will be. Uh, <gasps> Plus, big layoffs are coming to a social media company, and it's not the one you're thinking of. Plus, TV talk. Dawn has that review of I'm glad my mom died. Ooh, can't wait to talk about that. A very busy second hour continues after this.
0: And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio
2: show. Oh my from, gosh! Does that bring back memories? That's a 1985 Diet Coke featuring Ray Parker Jr. Uh, promoting Ghostbusters as well. That's for that little lightning bolt sound effect. Came well, that's from, so. the
1: thing I wanted to talk Ooh. about, even with this really complex musical piece that they orchestrated. They're like, what do we need with this? It's just not enough. Laser
2: sounds. Yeah, yeah. lasers. <laughs> lasers. You got to have lasers. Oh my it's an gosh. Ecto beam? Yeah. What do they ecto. call it? I think I think I don't know. something like that. I don't know.
0: Okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, um weapon. weapon.
2: Weapon. Think it's ecto. I don't know. Oh, uh, proton knows?
0: pack. Proton pack.
2: There we go. Okay, breaking news. About to 5 minutes ago ABC announced that Jimmy Kimmel is coming back to ah, host the Academy Awards.
0: Yes. They're going ah. with one person.
2: Yeah. Seen it
0: before. He's safe.
2: safe. Yep. Network boy, you know, he's the network, yep. he's ABC's guy. Yep.
0: He's an obvious choice for sure.
2: Yeah. I love him.
0: You know I love Jimmy Kimmel, and I think he does a great job. He did it back, what, 2017, 2018? Mm -hmm. was the last time they actually had just one host. So to kind of go back to that tried and true, I think, is a very safe choice. Um, Do I wish maybe they picked someone, maybe a woman? Just one? That would have been cool. Mm -hmm. Um, but But it makes sense.
2: Yeah. Do you so, have strong
0: feelings? I mean, it's kind of like, a, oh, OK. All right. We know what we're going to get.
2: I'm kind of a Xerox of you. Yeah. Uh, and I like Kimmel. Yeah. I like Jimmy. I think he's a good guy. Yeah. Um, he has a hosting style of the Oscars like Johnny Carson and, and Billy Crystal and Steve Martin when he did it. I oh, oh, love them. That's who yeah. I want. Oh, I would have loved Steve <laughs> and, and Martin Short. That oh, would have been my great.
1: Right. Well, they brought them yeah. out as what Selena Gomez is a trio. Did yeah. they last yes, year? They yeah. were like, oh. That was but so all, funny.
2: All of the people I just described, they all have the philosophy of you get out there, you tell uh, 11 minutes of your best jokes, and then you get the hell out of the way. Yes. You let the show go, and you come back. You come back when needed to take advantage of live moments. That's And, and to keep the. Keep the drink stirred. That's what the host does. Then get, get out of the way. Um, keep the train moving. That's what you're there for. And to take yep. advantage of the live element.
0: And the show so. needs needs a host.
2: Yes, it does. Absolutely. Yes, it does.
0: Remember the year they didn't have one?
2: Yep. <laughs> oh, Lord. Let's not. That was not terrifying. That. Terrible, terrible, horrible.
1: Oh, boy. You know, horrible. he is narcoleptic. Mm. Oh, Timmy Kimmel.
2: Well, Shiver Me Timbers.
1: Just listen to uh, I podcasts and he was the guest. And, uh, yep. And then he also talked about what, how he prepares for hosting things. So, oh, uh, how does, uh, he, that was how a does he prepare? Well, he wants to make sure that there is a structure. Like there's, he doesn't like things to be, everything to be loose, but he does give room for jokes. Yeah. Like there's a certain amount, like probably 30%, mm. 20 to 30%, where he will have time to work that, work in those key elements that you need to keep things fresh in the moment.
2: Is this, ah. Don? is this the same podcast? Is this where he, he made headlines last week. He talked about the fact that he was once in polling and you got to take polling and research for what it is. It's an imperfect exercise, but where he talked about that he was number one, the number one late night host in popularity with, with all pol- political parties, with Republicans oh. until he started criticizing Former President Trump. Mm. He made headlines. Out oh, he, yeah. he, he was very honest about it. He said, uh, you know.
0: Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
2: When they would do, you know, networks love their research. Hell, our station, everybody, you know, all, all the sure. Q ratings, Q scores and whatever. He said that back in today, he was number one uh, with with folks on the right. And now he's, you know, because he criticizes the president, the former president, he's no longer. And I think it was in that same mm-hmm. interview. He made a lot of headlines in that interview. But, yeah. but yep. anyway, but that's, that's where we are. That's um, where we are. <laughs> yep. He can't make jokes. So, um, but I'm looking forward to it. I think he, he's a straw that can stir the drink for the Oscars. I think mm-hmm. it's a good choice.
1: It well, is. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yep. Uh, we've been talking a lot about the Twitters for obvious reasons, but uh, Facebook. What's happening within this week, Lex?
0: Ooh, Facebook. Now, when I say that there's a social media app that's doing big layoffs, what do you think of first? Twitter. 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 Of course. Of course. Well, Facebook, of course, Meta is the parent company. They have also said, this is Mark Zuckerberg, that they will institute large scale layoffs this week. Oh. Oh. They have more than 87,000 employees worldwide, and that has just grown just incredibly in just the last two years. And now they're saying that it's it's time to, yeah, because they're looking for a recession or upcoming recession. Yep. Some people think we're in it now, but for next year. Um, and the stock itself has gone down by like, Oh, I just saw the number here, like eight, 70%. Oh, my gosh. The stock went down
2: 70%? Meta
0: stock has fallen more than 70% this year. And growth for the social media businesses mm-hmm. and, um, you know, people that they're trying to make money for, which in turn pay them, that has stalled. There's stiff competition with TikTok still rising. That's where the young people are, that's for sure. That's where they are. Yep. Um, so this metaverse project, it's cost more than $15 billion since the beginning of last year. So oh they're looking at the numbers and going, uh, uh-uh, uh, we need to start trim, trim, trimming. So that's going to be upcoming this week. Lots of people oh. losing their jobs.
2: No, I don't like sad. to see that, but I yeah. do think.
1: Well, they just fired a bunch of people at Twitter, so maybe they can go there. Yeah. Maybe say I was just fired from Facebook. I'll I'll be a clean slate for you here at Twitter. Just I'll do whatever he wants. That's true.
2: I,
0: yeah. At Twitter, they reduced their force by more than thirty seven hundred people just last yeah. week.
2: And the rumor is I haven't seen the update. If you do the um, iOS update for Twitter. Yeah. That's when you have to buy the subscription.
1: Oh, so just do you update it, if you update don't do the your app, update. Oh you,
2: that's what I've heard. I I think that's what I read. yet. If you do the update, that's when your if you're verified, yeah. your blue check will be taken away and mm-hmm. then it will prompt you to do the Twitter blue. I think that's what they're calling it. Oh, I'm wow. like, I ain't doing that. I'm not giving him any more money.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I'm giving, to hear that. I'm not yeah. giving Space
2: Cowboy any more of my money. No. <laughs> I can live without, as, as whats without his face said. Yeah. Valerie uh, Bertinelli t- became Ruffalo,
1: right? Elon Musk on Twitter just to prove to him how important it is. Wait, to- say it again. Valerie Bertinelli yeah. this weekend she became she made an account of Elon Musk and started tweeting things just to prove to him how important it is to be an official person.
2: Oh. Well, I mean, it's, <laughs> look at Valerie Burtonelli. I know. Wow. Making headlines. Balls yeah. uh, right there. Okay. Okay, Valerie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> she was just outed for making so out like, with, who uh, oh gosh, Matthew Perry, remember? Yeah. Was that oh, it? Right. Was it yeah. Matthew Perry? Yeah. Matthew Perry. Yes, in his book, whenever her husband was just taking a drunk sleep on the couch.
2: I, yeah, I love Valerie. I've loved her since One Day at a Time.
1: Me too. So walk on the beat,
2: walk on the beat. Okay. Anyway, I won't sing. Uh, that's the theme song. By the way,
0: keep
2: uh, I'll do it later. I'll do it. It's a post show. We'll do the post show. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh. When we come back, we're very excited for this. Dawn has finished that hotly, hotly yes. talked about, hotly talked about. Jason Indiana, uh, the much talked about book. I'm glad my mom died. We'll review that. We'll have TV talk and, Hey, and my the ass hat coming up as well. Don't go anywhere. Are You're listening to Jason to and Alexis in the morning, the hour morning. two. Right here on My Talk Everything Entertainment. Like this Everything the season for Patty LaBelle sweet potato pies. Shout
0: out to Patty LaBelle, honey. <laughs> yes. That's right. Mmm, Patty.
2: Mm-hmm. Get those pies. Mm. Get mm. that mac and Get that.
0: Come on, Patty! Come That's on, right. <laughs> Yum, does that sound good right now?
2: Oh. oh. You know what sounds better, her over-the-rainbow mac and cheese that I always make. Oh, yeah, jeez. That is divine. I know. I know. It's (laughs) so good. It's so, like, not low-calorie, but Oh, no. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs)
1: How many cheeses are there? Like, 10? Five. 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 Yeah.
2: Yes. Five, including, including Velveeta. Oh, like, that's what like, makes
1: mac and cheese that, good. Yes. <laughs> guys, <laughs> restaurants, listen to me. Yes. <laughs> <It's true.
2: laughs> Get that big ass block of Velveeta. It you ain't have, have to, to have it. No. Or it'll yes. separate. Thank mm-hmm. you. It's so, I love making it. I, cause I love to see the faces of the people when they first eat it. When we went to see my, we had that little family reunion back in September at my aunt Pat's house. You know, I saw some of my nieces and nephews for the first time in many, many years. And now they're teenagers and they're very picky. And my cousin Lisa said, I don't, you know, my kids don't like a lot, but they do like Mac and cheese. And I said, well, to take the load off my aunt, Pat, who usually does all the cooking. I said, Colin and I will do all the cooking. So I said, I'm going to make the over the rainbow Mm -hmm. Mac and cheese. And I made two giant dishes of it. And those teen, Oh girl, those teenagers, they devoured it. You, and, The one came up to me. He's like, this is really good, Uncle Jason. I said, well, thank you.
0: Now Remember that, okay, kid? I killed it.
2: Remember who's your favorite. Now get away from it. (laughs) Anyway, um, okay. (laughs) Okay, Dawn finished. I can't wait for this. You finished the book, I'm Glad My Mom Died.
1: Yes. Talk to us. Oh, my God. Where do I even start? Yeah. You know, it's New York Times bestseller list. It's on there. You know, she made it so happy. For this young lady, she it's Jeanette McCurdy. If you didn't have a kid in the 90s, you might not know who this is. It doesn't even matter. No. Her name. She was on iCarly. She started her acting career when she was seven. And. um, Wow. And then she moved on to Sam and Cat, which was a spinoff of iCarly. What this girl went through with her abusive stage mom mother. Is so unbelievable. I can't even begin to tell you. Really? Oh my god! Like you, some people have criticized the title that yeah. they just did it to sell books and it's sensational. No, you, you feel the same way. By the end of the book, you're like, yeah, I'm glad your mom died too. So it's oh, the right so that, title, <laughs> so that you could actually find out who you are and heal from the abuse. Wow. They lived. She lived in a hoarder home. Every inch of that home was filled with little trinkets and little, like, little plastic bags full of, like, a broken coffee mug would be... She, they didn't even sleep in beds. What? Um, they slept on Costco mats, like, just, um, like, you know, like a play mat. Wow. Um, and that's just, like, the way the home was that made her feel so uncomfortable as a child. Her mother also had, at one point in her life breast cancer and the mother uses that throughout her whole life to say i mean every sunday she would they would go to church and then she would put on the tape of her sick and say let's all let's all watch me and just be thankful that i'm alive come on and then the kids were in every all the kids were uncomfortable and they like had to constantly like she would use it as a weapon to get into auditions like i'm sick please let my daughter like this is a It's just like a narcissistic personality disorder, probably, mixed with abusive behavior. She was absolutely dependent on her mother's love, affection, and her approval, so much so that she had no identity. She didn't want to be an actress. Her mom didn't care because her mom wanted to be an actress, and her parents wouldn't let her. So then she forced her kid into the business, and just what the kid went through... Then we're talking about, like, at 11 years old, she's like, oh, it looks like you're kind of growing up. We need to make you restrict your calories. (gasps) So she taught her to be anorexic. What? Oh, my God. At 11, because she was a small Mm. girl and she would get more roles as a small kid if she wasn't, didn't grow up and get, you know, develop. And so... It just and then there are some other things that are just so like, oh, whoa, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're showering your kid up until they're 17.
2: (gasps) I'm sorry, what?
1: She showered her and wouldn't let her shower alone and then gave her exams to make sure that she didn't get breast cancer and vaginal exams. Oh, my God. Made her shower with her brother until he was 16 Like, she's 7, he's 16. It was embarrassing. They just didn't, like, she needed to be with them at all times. And just, like, she would not, she would basically, while poor Jeanette was sleeping from the time she was a little kid, she would just cradle her and hug her and just latch on and not let her go. Like, even, like, into her teens, just... Oh that is the God. absolutely the tip of the iceberg of what this poor girl went through. You just can't believe it. And the fact that she made it on to the other side of this wow. is amazing. And she's such an amazing writer. Like, she, wow. this is all her writing, and it's so good because she tells the story as a, as a child would, you know, and like, I've got to make sure that mommy sees me smiling when I get my birthday cake. And I'm looking right into her eyes, and I just want mommy to be happy and to be safe. Like it's just the, the process that you know. And and you're just oh, oh. was the brother pressured to go into showbiz too? <laughs> they or? were, yeah, he was. I he mean, was? and and their oh. agent was, which is pretty interesting. Um, at first was Kurt Cameron's mother, Barbara Cameron. Oh wow, she like oh did you know she was like a little talent agent after her kids, at, like Candace Cameron beret
0: Yeah.
1: Her daughter, so the, her kids got successful. So, so then she opened like a little management company. Oh, I see. Um, yeah, and just the audition processes and everything she put her through, and her time at uh, Nickelodeon with um, who she calls the creator. I don't know if you remember the head honcho at Nickelodeon. The, his name is Dave something. He was thrown out of Nickelodeon because of his inappropriate behavior with <gasps> stars. He would take photos of uh, the stars' feet. And videos of the young girl's feet, and that's why the logo used to be a foot.
2: Ew, gross. Really? So we've got
1: the mother being extremely abusive, overbearing. This is like the definition. Overbearing isn't even the word for it. It's it's suffocating.
2: She couldn't escape it. She couldn't. She would go to work, and then she would. Do, it sounds like she dealt with. And she Mar-by, hated Pervy all of it. She didn't yeah. want to
1: be an actress, you guys. Oh. It's just like wow. Oh, my God, the lengths that this woman went through to get her daughter famous and to just, you know, like going over lines constantly and just like, you know, starving her. And uh, it's such a good book. I know this sounds very dark. It is, but at least like you just feel so relieved for her that she makes it out okay, and that this book has become the success that it is. And she is now writing and directing Oh, that's great. Oh, my gosh. Did her mom die from cancer she,
2: eventually? Or? She did
1: eventually die from cancer. cancer. Yes, yes. Oh, okay. okay. Um, and that was Ooh, later on, like, when she was 22. Right. She's 30 now. But um, 30 I've never... 30 years old? Wow. I've oh, never... Uh, you just don't know how bad it is. You think of a stage mom and all this stuff, and you see this stuff, but this, like, this is us. the worst yeah. of the worst. Wow. And if you can... <laughs> Like some people might be like, oh, I don't want to read that, but I really think you should. Does it feel like there's um, an uplifting, because you know she's
0: obviously doing okay now. When I mean, she in starts terms of, to realize. When she starts to realize, okay, and then there's maybe some, it, I mean, it's a cautionary tale, of course, but is there also some kind of direction of like, mm. you're a
1: parent, think about this how this sounds to you know young ears oh yeah i mean you yeah i mean the the death it doesn't happen at the end it actually happens like two-thirds of the way through the book and oh. then you get the healing got it so, okay so
0: there is resolution a lot least. of
1: healing yeah the
0: process has begun yeah
2: good i i'm asking just for curiosity is anyone because i remember uh, even as a kid dawn you may remember The uproar when Christina Crawford wrote her tell all about her mom and people doubting her and keep coming out of the woodwork to say that she is ungrateful that this didn't happen. This isn't accurate that Joan is anyone refuting her. No, the only thing is
1: that people prejudge the title. And they didn't like it. And they're like, oh, gosh, well, nobody should say these words. This is your family. And people were like, if you have ever gone through parental abuse and abuse, you do are happy. Like, don't judge her grief. Because it's very complicated. It's not just simply, I'm like, she still mourns her mother. And so because she was so oppressed by her, she still has mixed feelings. And, oh, it's very good, guys. It's.
2: And I'm asking, no one misunderstand my, I was asking not because I'm doubting her. No. I just remember. This does I just, not
1: feel that way. Okay. This is so vulnerable and honest. Oh. This is so, like, it is the truth. You We're can call We're also tell. at a different, a different time. Absolutely. Yeah, I think and people I are think, more
0: open to going, hey. And also, she's not, the mom wasn't a big public figure mm-hmm. no. like Joan was.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely, so I highly recommend this book. It's easy to read because okay. it's short chapters. There's like eighty five chapters, so it'll be like three pages, and then it's a new chapter. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, oh I love nice. that. <laughs> nice.
2: I'm glad my mom died. Available, which is so weird to say, but uh, the yeah. book is available wherever you get your books. We're gonna take a break when we come back. Am I the asshat? Part one. Yeah. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, Walter. You're just an ass. <laughs>
1: Am I the asshat? Say Welcome part back. again. Part one. one. There you go. Part
2: one. Jason and Alexis in the morning right here on My Talk. Everything entertainment, everything waterbeds. I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn. It is time to find out who's the asshat.
1: Yes. Okay. The first one is, um, am I the asshat for refusing to sell my ex the cottage his grandfather father left me? but being willing to sell it to somebody my ex hates. (laughs) Once again, am I the asshat for refusing to sell my ex the cottage his grandfather left me, but being willing to sell it to somebody my ex hates? The title is like, (laughs) but just listen, okay? Okay. My ex-grandfather passed away in 2020. My ex's grandfather. We were very close and he left me the cottage he bought his late wife. My ex and his brothers have spent the last two years trying to convince me to sell the cottage to them. I've refused because while I understand the cottage is important to them and their family, it was also important to me and I didn't want to give it up. Okay. Unfortunately, due to their actions, the cottage now has more negative emotions tied to it than positives. So I want to get rid of it. <laughs> I won't sell it to them, especially not to my ex, because he's hurt me badly. I have a friend who my ex hates who has offered to buy it from me. I know he's only offering because he knows it'll hurt my ex, but I'm considering selling it to him. My ex's brothers have been trying to convince me not to do it as they are convinced he'll have the cottage destroyed and teared down. My ex confronted me about it a few days ago and told me I'm being spiteful and his grandfather would never forgive me if the cottage was destroyed. He told me he would rather I keep it over me selling it to, his fr- to my friend and he was willing to do whatever it took to stop me from selling it. My cousin thinks I should just sell it to my ex and be done with it. And if she doesn't think my ex, she doesn't think my ex will ever take this lying down and she might, she thinks I'll regret doing this in the long term. However, I don't want to sell it to him or anybody else in his family. Am I the asshat for refusing to sell it to my ex and his family, even though I know how important the cottage is to them and I no longer want it?
2: 651 641 I don't know if asshat is the right... Well, yeah, I, I believe he kind of is. Now, but here's where there's a there's I have a small...
0: Can we say hard ass hat again? Well, I mean, it's just
2: not. A, but here's let me just. I should offer him advice. Here's the deal: Is it worth it? Isn't there is a there is currency in releasing all of that drama? Yeah. If you're, there is a re, because if oh. you sell it to this guy or this person that your ex hates, the possibility of this drama. Of your ex continuing to email you and call you and hate you and the drama will never end. Is it worth it? That's a it? good point. Is it worth it? It is a partner. It is a, it is a situation where you could free yourself. Do you want to be right or do you want to have peace? And yeah. there is a currency. There is like time is money. There is a currency. There is a price for peace. You're going to get money anyway. You don't want it now. Take the money and run. Give it to them. Who cares? You don't care about the cottage anymore. Sell it to your ex and all of this will be over. You won't have to deal with any of this extra drama. Lex?
0: Yeah, I, I'm with i with you on that.
2: I Believe me. I, uh. <sighs> believe me
0: but yeah the spiteful side does go wait a second yeah, because I mean, regardless she's getting money and it is the market you know if they're willing to pay the same price she does own it
2: but you have this to will linger have, over you yes
0: you're always gonna have that i wholeheartedly yeah. agree jason it's it's true. get rid of
1: it it's get not it's not it. worth it just no it's a piece of property like buy your own cottage
2: that ex will continue possibly to DM oh, you, harassing, and harass you, and
0: it's kind of. It's, this is petty. It's. Yeah, it is.
2: Let's give Kim the yeah. last word here. Hi, Kim. Welcome to the Hi. show. Who, is he the asshat?
0: Good morning. Um, I say just clearly, this is what should happen. Um, they should hand it over to a broker, a realtor. She step back and let them um, get into a bidding war. Sure. Oh. And just wash your hands of the whole thing and let some realtor ha- handle this situation. That's what I
2: think. Yeah. Oh. Oh. oh get a third party in there, almost like a mediator. Correct. Okay. You know that's yeah. a good option too. Yeah, thank, thank, you, you. thank you, Kim. Thank
0: you. That's it.
2: Yeah. Or <laughs> just simply just sell it to him. Yeah. Just there. That's there so is peace guy. in the valley. Yeah. And really. you
1: don't have to think Oof. about him anymore. No. Just get you're rid the- of it.
2: You're going to have to think about your ex for years because you're going to know he hates you for this. Yeah,
1: so you are the asshat. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of <laughs> drama there.
2: Another situation Oof. when we return.
0: Grab a 30 day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events
1: you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.